My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our continuing Ahsoka post-show spoiler talk coverage and tonight was the big one episode five part five the shadow warrior what does that title even mean what's going on she's a warrior now here to fill us in we have josh and retro ray explain to us what we just saw josh i mean it was a it's a very mystical way of training and I think they basically just showed it through different stages and kind of flashbacks uh, in the world between worlds. So, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know how much of it really has anything to do with the rest of the Star Wars universe. Because, like, I was kind of sitting there like, yeah, this is a this is a for the fans episode. I don't know if this is like a, uh, anything else besides. Look, it's young Ahsoka. Remember the clothes that she used to wear? I'm like, well. <laughs> so yeah, we got a lot of stuff that I think the fans have been asking to see. Um, I think, I mean, we obviously got a somewhat of a Clone Wars flashback. Yep. Um, we got Anakin in his Clone Wars armor. We got um, Anakin holding a red saber, finally, w- without having to be in the suit. We got little glimpses of Vader here and there. Um, a lot of a lot of interesting fan moments, like you say, Josh. But uh, And then uh, some of the theories that we talked about with the Purgle, riding the Purgle out into super hyperspace, or whatever you want to call it, to the next realm galaxy. Um but yeah, we got a lot of people in chat right now, and uh, I just want to say, before we get started, we want to thank all of our awesome patrons. Before we uh, get this underway here, we got a lot of comments in the chat. On the purple tier, we have Darth Ace One, Liam McCallion, Texas Vader 76, Chris Simpson, Kevin Leininger, Deb McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Netzel. On the red tier, we have Fenrir 526, Maya Morris. On the black tier, we have Maka, Tautala, Nathan Shank, Evan O'Paker. Thank you so much for the awesome support. As everyone rolls into the chat here, a lot of thoughts, a lot of cool imagery. Um, Craig from Orlando joined us on the pre-show right as he was exiting, and he gave the episode a 9 out of 10, and then he kind of asked people as they were walking by what they thought. We heard some people say 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, a million out of 10. I think, obviously, the people that gave it the higher scores were big-time Rebels fans, Clone Wars fans. We got to see so many different things. I think we got answers without them explaining it in too much detail. Um, so, Ray, what did you think of the episode? I, I know you texted me, OMG. Well, pretty much what we talked about the last time where I said that she was kind of dead, but she wasn't dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In between surviving. Beautiful call. Yeah, but I mean, overall, like, seeing her see Anakin from the different phases, you know, as the training was going, I guess you can say was cool. I mean, yes, we didn't see Rex's face, but we got Rex. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> that didn't make me laugh. I was like, all right, you're going to cover it up. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seeing young Ahsoka and um, I don't know the actress's name off the top of my head, but she's freaking played um, in Barbie Avengers Endgame. I mean, yeah, been... she was young Gamora, right? Yeah. So she's gotten some iconic roles, man. That's all I can say for, you know, from the universe, from the Marvel to, you know, Star Wars now. Um, but everything was just, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to watch it again. It's just so much that we're seeing. I wanted to see Obi-Wan or hear voices, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was just cool seeing the flashback, kind of like seeing Vader and Anakin. And then kind of towards the end, when remember I told you the red eyes, you can kind of mm-hmm. see his eyes were red towards the end mm-hmm. when he she had a chance to kill him. It, it's just so much, you know what I mean? I was just kind of like, it, it, this was it for reminded the me a lot of the Luke Vader. Yeah. Where Luke's just like, nope, I'm not going to do this. Where she's like, nope, I choose to live. And I was like, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So I think, yeah, that's another it rhymes moment. So I was like, yes, understandable. I think Jason's going to take, be a big part in the upcoming either movie because they kind of hint the whole, oh, you make the lightsabers. Oh, can you teach me? No, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's kind of hinting, <laughs> you know, he has force. And then the whole Anakin mentioning, you know, about being a teacher, you know, telling her you don't want a Padawan and they're joking back. And you're telling her, is it a joke to you? Or, you know, I don't know. I have a feeling that she's going to take Jason on. And we'll see it later. I did get those vibes too. It's like, well, I mean, you have Sabine there, but I mean, Jason's right there, man. The dude is like <laughs> so in tune with the force. Yeah. He heard the lightsabers clashing amongst the waves of Setos. It's like the dude is like ready to be trained. Yeah. And he is younger. So, I mean, he is, he is not, I don't think he's too old to begin his training, but it's like, come on, Ahsoka, take on well, a no, Padawan. He- and they can mention it in there. You're never too old to, to, you know. You yeah, know which mean? is true, which is a very true life lesson there. You're never too old to learn. Yes, yeah. I totally agree. What would you guys rate it on a scale of one to 10? To me, it feels like a movie. I'm going to have to see it multiple times. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Give it a proper rating. But right I'm... now, man, I got to see it again, man. I Because I, I, there's, I mean, there were so many thoughts and ideas going through my head, and I was trying to read the the captions and make sure i didn't miss anything watch the action man it's i give it a 10 i mean just from the little things i guess it was just me taking in the clone war battles the beginning of their first battle and then the scene the the battle of mandalore yeah that was pretty cool yeah the siege of mandalore with the mandalorians yeah Yeah. that was awesome and then anakin was like i don't remember this fight yeah Wow. Yeah. And then the helmets. Did you see the helmets of the Mandalorian? The horns and everything? Yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, Jorge Hernandez Gonzalez on YouTube says, was it all a dream? I don't think it was. <laughs> I think she was in the world between worlds. She died. She came back once again as Ahsoka the White, just like Gandalf yeah, the White. <laughs> that whole kind of thing that Filoni is, is very, very attached to because we've shown the pictures that the sketches that he did of Gandalf standing next to Ahsoka and 
we got Ahsoka the White already in animation, and then fans got mad we didn't get her again with the staff. They changed he he changed up the ending there of of Rebels, but in live action, and now we got Ahsoka the White. She's wearing white gloves, white gauntlets, a white poncho, a white robe, so to speak. Uh, yeah, we got Ahsoka the White, so that came to pass. So I don't think it was a dream. She was in the World Between Worlds. The yeah. Force. Almost like it's almost like she's another chosen one in a way. The force tested her and kind of chose her. No one pulled her through. Her consciousness ended up in the world between worlds. And I think Anakin was more of a manifestation of the force. And it was a force testing her and using something similar, something she was familiar with to achieve that and see if she was worthy in a way to come back to the living. Yeah. Um that's kind of what I got from it. Um I don't know did anyone else get anything different from all that? I'm not sure. That's pretty accurate. So the Facebook user says she could take Jason if Sabine falls to the dark side or worse. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a, a shame if Sabine fell to the dark side. But yeah, Jason's right there, man. I mean, okay. It's sports comparison here. It's like What's what's a good sports comparison? You you got you got Bledsoe out there, but you got Brady on the bench, right? Right, Ray? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. This is just me taking in just what I saw. So do you did you mention do you remember hearing when Harris says you're you're too young to travel between galaxies? So I think that was more of like a parental thing. I don't think that was Well, this is what I'm thinking, because you mentioned it before. Right. What if you know Ahsoka goes over there into the that part of the galaxy and starts a Jedi training over there. What if she takes Jason as he gets older with her? That'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the universal hope. I think we all have, I think <laughs> Jason now he, he had a bigger role in this episode. We hope that he becomes something he carries on the legacy of Kanan and maybe he gets a uh, Shin Hati saber reclaims uh Kanan Jerris <laughs> his dad's old saber there and yeah, modifies it back. Yeah, so yeah, Depart uh, on YouTube says first live action phase one armor, right? Yes. I think that's first live action phase one armor, and I think that's first live action phase two armor. If I'm correct. It's yeah, um, a phase one from what we saw at the beginning. Yeah, Non-CGI phase one armor. Yes. I it was awesome. So. Loved yeah. that. I was like, yeah. let's go. People flipping yeah. around. Complete proper action scene. Very yeah. dusty. <laughs> yeah. Very, very Blade Runner 2049, I thought. so we have ed palmer here on youtube says uh, she chose herself yeah she chose to live um yeah i i thought that was uh very very telling i i to me it's like the force is the past the present the future and it's all happening simultaneously in the world between worlds and i mean the force knows the right thing to do in a way in a certain in a certain way to speak there and um but you know I, what though we it kind of shows us we see things differently because we saw clone wars but we only saw the certain parts in the cartoon series right right here we see ahsoka you know with the troops and seeing all the lives that were lost and her, her emotions of like taking it in and then anakin kind of telling her you know I'm training you to be a leader. So kind of, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're really, really concentrating on Ahsoka's humanity here. Yeah. And indirectly or directly, I mean, the um, matters how you look at it, but we're really addressing war. Yeah. And the, the loss and the fog of war, literally and figuratively, um, war is a horrible thing. I know we kind of almost celebrated in a way with Star Wars, but I mean, war is a horrible thing. Tremendous loss of life, needlessly. Um, and That's probably like my favorite conversation that they have in it, where it's like, during my time when I was trained, I was a peacekeeper, but you have to train you as like a complete soldier. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you look at certain generations, all they knew was war. They were born into war and they died in the war and that's all they mm -hmm. knew of life. And that's, that's a very tragic part of reality. Yeah. It popped me when seeing Ahsoka sitting next to that one trooper, it kind of took me back to bad batch. Yeah. You know, yeah. that feeling when the soldier grabs her hand, like he, you know, he's dying and he reaches out for her. That kind of like it was a little emotional there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much so. And the face was covered. Yeah. <laughs> right, Conveniently. Pass on this one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Sage West on YouTube says, I don't think we will see Ezra until the last or second to last episode. That's what I think we all originally kind of predicted. And if you look at all the, if you read the tea leaves, look at all the social media posts, that actor, he really hasn't posted much. And he's not in the marketing, of course, except for that hollow image of him. And, I don't know. We we will see now. Now we essentially lose Hera and Jason and Chopper for the most part. It's just Hu Yang and Ahsoka here on out inside of the Purgle mouth. Uh, D part says Kenobi had phase two when they flash back to Stormy the Temple. Okay. Uh, Mob rules. We haven't heard for a long time. Live action Captain Rex for ten seconds. The win is the win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was cool to see Rex kind of off in the distance there. And he turned his head. I was like, oh, that's Rex right there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we're getting Tamir Morrison. But we got his voice. We didn't get his actual face. But, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, like like Mobrel said, a win is a win. I think we got a lot of stuff in this episode where, I mean, yeah, you can take it as like fan service, but I mean, it, it did play into the story overall. But of course, there was tremendous hype for this episode. Yeah. And nothing short of everything that we talked about as far as what we like the Mustafar set. I mean, how is that going to play into it? And I think earlier today, there was also a rumor that they cut it. It was shot, but they cut it. So we didn't get to see any Mustafar stuff. But we got a lot of Anakin in between. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, becoming actual mechanical Vader and being with with Ahsoka at the Siege of Mandalore, getting to see the armor, getting to see just Hayden being Anakin again. It's that's a tremendous thing. If they did any deep fake or CGI stuff, it looked pretty good to me. Did you guys see any type of like weird like? smoothing of wrinkles or anything i didn't detect any did you guys i saw no, it on a 2k screen no i mean it looked it kind of looked cool because i mean even david went down detail to the hair from each of the 
like kind of like from the cartoon series, you know, Anakin, they kind of somewhat kept it close and even Revenge of the Sith kind of keeping the same hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, they did a very good job. If it was wigs, I mean, <laughs> they did a pretty good job. It looked legit, <laughs> like like his legit hair. If he grew it out, I mean, that would be awesome too. And then just figured out the shooting schedule, like we have to cut it this way and then we have to cut it shorter this way. That would have been cool. Yeah. So this Facebook user says Ahsoka is now Jonah, Jonah and the well. I immediately thought of <laughs> Jonah and the well. I mean, I, I grew up in the church, so that's one of the first things I thought of. And did you guys notice the headband that you came out with has an actual cross on the front? I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, we got to see her without the headpiece. Yes. Like, yes. That? <laughs> yeah. We got to see the blending of the, the skin and the uh, Leku, the Montrells there. I was like, yep, that's animated accurate. That's the same way it is in the animation. So you win. Yeah. I, 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 it's just funny. I think that's like the first time we've seen it live action. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Did we get to see Shock T without a headband? I think she was wearing one, right? Great question. I'm trying to visualize that. Um, yeah, so Noah from YouTube says, you guys have talked about Dawson's portrayal of Ahsoka to be somewhat emotionless compared to her animated portrayal. It was awesome seeing Ahsoka happy in that last scene with the Purgle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think this is her point where maybe like fingers crossed she's the whole Gandalf reborn <laughs> and we're going to get her 100% more emotionally into this less yeah. dreadful and sad which I think was really cool in the flashbacks is because that kid is super emotive like super emotional I was like yes this is this is exactly what I want from Ahsoka now this is great I love seeing it so it's it's interesting I'm, I'm glad to have her do, turn over a new leaf in this uh, this new cloak she has on. So I'm excited. Yeah. I, and it begs the question, what happened in that span of time that we didn't get to see animated or live action when she took on Sabine as an apprentice? What what made her the way she is now? <laughs> Just Sabine you know? being trash. She's like, I've been trying <laughs> for so long. And it's like, Huang would have told her that Sabine isn't that Force-sensitive back then, right? Mm-hmm. Or was she without Hu Yang, and she was like, "I'm just failing as a master because <laughs> Sabine couldn't get it." I don't know. I don't know what what was the reason why she why she walked away from Sabine. Maybe we'll find out in the movie. Who knows? But yeah, I actually like Rosario Dawson's portrayal as Ahsoka because she's very tempered. She's very steady. She seems very balanced. Um. I just I I like it. I'm maybe kind of like on the outside. I'm an outlier that way. But yeah, Sage West on YouTube writes that thoughts on the de-aging in Ahsoka versus Kenobi. Personally, I think Ahsoka was better. Yes. 100%. That was a perfect casting for her. Yeah. I, I think they figured something out. Uh, but it feels like every time we think they figured something out, they kind of just take a couple steps back bad. on the yeah. next series. It's like what? Um but of course, we all know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with the CGI people, and uh, I think they've unionized, and I think they're either on strike or about to go on strike. I'm not sure. I'm not keeping up with all that, but um, but yeah, it looked good. Everyone in the show looked good. I'm happy with it. Um, I think I'm happy with the storytelling too. Um, I think in the end whatever Filoni gives us, I think it's the appropriate story. Um, and he's, 
I don't think he's in his prime yet for directing live action. I think he has a little ways to go, but I think it, it is suitable for what we're getting from Filoni. And I think he was more left on his own to do this show. Uh, I think Favreau was there helping out, mm-hmm. but um, I think Filoni took the lead more or less on doing and making the choices that he did. I think my main issues with this episode come from something that I just have to get over. It's that, and this is probably the biggest turning point for the series is that going forward, like you for this series, especially is you can't really come in as a new person. Like you would probably have to understand what has happened in the clone wars to get any of what just happened or what happened in Rebels to get any of the, what just happened? I didn't think that up until this episode. I saw this episode and was like, dude, almost no one's going to understand if you have not watched Clone Wars or Rebels. And I, I like it in the fact that Dave Filoni's allowed to do whatever he wants. However, I do feel like a lot of other newer people are going to be left in the dust after this episode. Yes, I do agree with you, Josh. It's an unfortunate situation in a way um we've heard people say that no you don't have to watch rebels you'll be fine you gotta watch Rebels, (laughs) or else you're just gonna be like what is going on man what are these creatures it's like how do the creatures go into hyperspace are they androids what's going on (laughs) you know it's if you if you saw rebels if you see the key episodes that disney plus lays out for you to to get ready for ahsoka you can backtrack and get caught up if you're watching or listening to us and you're kind of like asking all these questions. Like I have too many questions to ask. Just go back to Disney plus they have a get ready for Ahsoka type thing. And you can watch certain episodes from clone wars rebels and, and get kind of up to speed in a way. But yeah, you, if you didn't watch rebels, you were just lost. You're just mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm waiting to get what's happening. And yeah. Yeah. See, but I think, this gives an opportunity for those people who did not watch Rebels. So for me, look, I watched Dexter, but I didn't jump into Dexter to like season three. So I didn't know nothing about who this character was. The only reason I jumped in was because of a certain actress that was coming out in the series. But I watched it just because of that one actress. But I fell in love with the show. And I actually went back and started from season one to figure out, okay, what the, what's going on, you know, leading up all the way to that season. I mean, if you're a true to friend and you like the show, you're going to go back and watch it so you can understand what's going on. You the know what I mean? The only thing I have with that is I know that it is a tougher sell because <laughs> it's animated. That's the main one. Because yeah. I know a lot of people will be like, that's eh, a kiddie show, I'm gone. And immediately just throw it off. And I hope yeah. that it brings more people to an animated show. And we can all be there, but I know a lot of uh, people of my generation or older generations are just kind of like, uh, I only watch the live action stuff. I'm not going to watch anything. Anymore. So you see, you got a you got you got a 46 year old man who watches cartoons. So <laughs> like you should. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're 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 the exception to the rule, Ray. Because yeah, I know a lot of people older than me. They're like, yeah, I don't watch that stuff. Yeah, I just want to see the live action, and I'm more of a fan of the live action because I think it's 
to me, it's fundamental Star Wars, and it's what I grew up with and dreaming about, live-action stuff. Animation's great, but I prefer the live-action. I'm more a fan of that than I am, but I know the Rebel story is really, really good. It's yeah. solid. That's what Ahsoka is really based on. And if you didn't watch Rebels, you're going to be somewhat lost here. But if you did watch Rebels, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, it's just a continuation with Ahsoka <laughs> as the star. And you're not going to have as many questions. Yeah. So uh, Noah wants to know, uh, how many bingo slots did y'all have knocked off after this episode? I haven't actually <laughs> gone through them, but I feel like we just smacked off tons. Tons? Well, more than know. we have for any other episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think we're supposed to be helping y'all, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. Never mind. Shh. Yeah, Never this mind. is all on your own type of thing, but... Uh, I thought we we're gonna get Morai tonight. I don't think I saw Morai unless that owl was flying in the world between worlds, and you have to have a 4K TV to spot the owl. Or the yeah, I, I they have like her like kind of in the cor- corner of some scenes, and it's like a shadow with a, of a bird, and people are like it's her. I'm like okay, whatever, because she can technically <laughs> teleport and be wherever she wants. I expected her to show up this in this episode and, you know, be somewhere in the world between worlds, which yeah. I'm not going to doubt that she's somewhere in the background of something. So, who knows? Do you think this is the last time we're going to see the world between worlds? Or are we going to no. see it again before the end of the season? Ooh, uh, in this season? Very good question. I don't know. That's a very good question. I don't think it'll be the last time we'll see the world between worlds, but I don't know about this show. This could be its like ending piece for it i kind of feel like we are going to visit revisit the world between worlds in this in this show maybe not this season it feels so much like we're going to get a season two of ahsoka no matter what no matter what the ratings are what what the reaction to this episode is going to be you can't just introduce thrawn and not have him back i we all figure he's going to be in the movie but i mean I think we're going to get some aspects of Star Wars that we've never gotten before in this show when we travel to this new galaxy. And I think that's what Lucasfilm is leaning on now to, to have adventures in this new galaxy. So. So got a question. Did you guys catch when they mentioned Organa? Yeah, I was like, is this not a good enough issue for you? This is your dad's apprentice. I mean, like, are you like, Little Padawan, is this not good enough of an issue? Calm down. <laughs> I think I missed it. What did you say, Ray? You said Organa. Organa. Remember when they said the fleet's coming and uh, like, no, they and mentioned then, yeah, they get mad. <laughs> yeah, they mentioned what? Uh, Organa. I thought they mentioned Leia. They did. You didn't catch it. <laughs> okay. The first transmission they did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, you know what I mean? Okay. I was like, oh man, it's nice. So it kind of there's so much opening right now. That's you know, this is just me. Things the thoughts running through my head right now. Just you know, of course, mentioning her. We've got the movie that we're gonna lead into, you know, after this. There's so many, like, okay, which direction are they gonna go with? Are we gonna lead to okay? If you guys read the the novels, the original novels, like where Janna and Jace, you know, and where Chewbacca died and the big battle, 
Did y'all read those? I I've, I know the story. I've never yeah, I think we know the broad totally. strokes. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what if we get a new alien creature that's going to be a threat with, you know, jumping into the galaxy? And we're going to get that kind of story. Force immune. Yeah. Please. You know what I mean? What if we're going to get something like that, but more modern? Um, maybe. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. There, man. Yeah, there's a certain, I believe, force immunity uh, things on the bingo card. So, yeah, that's that's a possibility. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I wanted to go back to uh, Evan's comment right here. Uh, do you guys think Ahsoka's eyes turned Sith yellow during the end of the of her Anakin fight? I don't know. I need to look back at it again because I, I know, know Anakin did red lightsaber or not. Yeah, because as soon as it unignites, then it goes back to being the the right color. So I was kind of like, eh. yeah, I kind of thought that too. I was like, oh, did her eyes like got kind of like Sithy? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna have to watch it up close in 4K. <laughs> I, I watched it on my computer monitor, which is like because I don't know monitor. if it's kind of like a, a metaphor-ish one where it was like red lightsaber in my eyes reflecting. You can see that she's very angry and she right. sounds angry, but yeah, as soon as she like that. clicks, then the lightsaber isn't red anymore and her eyes go back to normal. So I was like, hmm, I don't know. Sage on YouTube says, uh, do you think we will see a young Leia? They mentioned her and maybe we will confront Hera. That would be crazy. That'd be a lot of money. Unless they just <laughs> shoot her from the back and never show her face. <laughs> and then we get the respeacher technology, which I don't think is a lot of money. Maybe but they mean, shoot think... it like artistically. Well, I mean, there's people who can, you know, kind of what they did with Ghostbusters. Where they use that one person and they just kind of put Egon's face on that guy. Spoilers for Ghostbusters after Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that they can go that route. I mean, that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, bring in Millie Bobby Brown. Yep. Uh Noah says at this point, uh though, would Leia know that Ahsoka was Anakin's Padawan? That's an interesting question. I would assume so because Luke knows. So I'm yeah, assuming they would have talked back and forth. Yeah. And they can probably force talk to each other. Yeah. Oh, yes, the dyad. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous dyad. Um yeah, I think I think yes. I don't know why Luke wouldn't say anything. Cause in the novels we know that they are in communication back and forth with each other at this point. So <laughs> it would be pretty funny if they just came up with conversation. Looks like, hey, oh, by the way, uh, our dad's apprentice or like our dad's Padawan came through and uh, said hi. Yeah, I think Evan right here on YouTube is correct on this. Darth Vader's been dead for like four years during this timeline. Yeah, I think that's about accurate. Not so too just, sure on the years. So but playing. yeah, yeah, because you think about the Mando timeline, um, yeah. and this takes place a little bit after. I think it's between seasons two and three of yep. Mando. Yep. Uh, this Facebook user says, "I want to see Anakin's saber switch colors from blue to red, <laughs> kind of like a uh, one of those sabers you can buy online, Ultra Saber. <laughs> <laughs> then it turns rainbow." <laughs> That'd be yeah. So funny. So, just throwing this out there, because there's a gap. 
so we got a gap after Return of the Jedi right now from where we're at currently to the current movies, right? Right, the sequel trilogy. In the novels, Luke helps Leia build a lightsaber. It, what if we see, not to say a young, young, I mean, well, because what age would Leia be after four years after Return of the Jedi? Still kind of in their, what, late 20s? Yeah. So what if we were to see a younger like Leia? 22. A lot that young? Because young... Luke's like 18. I think they're 19. Oh, and sorry. A new Hope. 19, New Hope. And then and it's... it's like it's like a, a year or two between that and Empire. And then it's like... 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 20, like 25. Yeah. They're about yeah, 25. Yeah, 25-ish. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so young. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's just say in the novel-wise, what if we get that? What if we see Luke and Leia later down the line, you know, leading up to that? And we see, because of course, we know she uses the Force because we saw it right. in Rise of Skywalker and stuff like that. She's powerful, yeah. Yeah. So what if we see her, because technically she was training Ray as well, right? Leia? Yes. So, because well, remember when they were in the forest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what if we see a younger Leia with her lightsaber? Because we didn't see it in the movie, but we get to see her use a lightsaber. We get to see her use a force. What if we get that? I think that would be cool. That'd be really cool. And now I want it, Ray. And now when it doesn't happen, <laughs> I'm going to blame you, Ray. <laughs> hey, like I said, there's so much opportunity right now that they could fill within that gap. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah i mean there's that's the thing i love about star wars there's so many possibilities and there's so many wants that the fans have that we might never get but there is stuff that we do get that we finally got to see tonight but it's such a little sample size of it though it's see, such a little sample size. but okay hold up hold up i'm gonna bring this up and i'm reason okay. i bringing this up because i'm like i said i'm just a nerd i like star wars i like star trek i like Stargate. I like everything. Battlestar Galactica. Everything. The current Star Trek. Okay, yes, we have Captain Kirk. You know what I mean? That was Picard. I mean, Picard. That was, you know, um, the original Kirk. We're getting introduced to a younger Kirk in Star Trek World Between Worlds or Worlds. I forgot the actual title. Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. So we're getting new characters who are playing those characters in younger versions. Right, right, right. What if we do? What if we get that here? Yeah, get, get the younger I mean, Leia. Sebastian, get the younger yeah, Sebastian Stan is young Luke. We never got it. I think Sebastian Stan's aging out. He could betray being... it perfectly right now with the way he is right now, where he's yeah. at right now. If they, if 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 Filoni were to go that route, someone just type Shatner and Shatner. Like <laughs> I can say, my mind's running a hundred. Things a minute right now, trying to process what I just watched and yeah, what and I want. What I want to see yeah, the possibilities. I mean, the pitfalls it, and the possibilities. Yeah, there's so much they can do. I mean, don't get me wrong. The current Star Trek stuff is cool, especially what they're doing. This, the special effects. If I think if they can do that with Star Wars right now, and give us a young Leia, a, a young Luke, and lead us up into those current you know movies, and then maybe an older Jason down the line. Yeah, cool. I think we're definitely getting older Jason down the line, and I think he's gonna be a Jedi type. I think yeah. he's gonna have a saber. I think I think he's gonna be a future main character for something. 
Yeah. Uh, no on YouTube says if they were to do this, what Legends character would y'all like to see link up with Thrawn and come back to the main galaxy? Personally, I love to see Mara Jade or Darth Talon. So Lucas, George Lucas, the maker, wanted Darth Talon to be a villain in a live action film. So that's approved by Darth Talon. Mara Jade, not so much. Lucas didn't like the concept of Mara Jade. So I don't know how much Filoni is going to be like, hey, George, he's going to call up on the phone. Hey, we're, you know that character you really didn't like? Well, <laughs> we're going to bring in that character. And uh, yeah, that's going to be Luke's love interest click. So I don't know. Like I said, man, it leaves so much. There's so much what ifs right now that can go either way. It's going to be interesting. So Maka, our awesome patron, says, kind of wish we got an action. That's something I had said last week, and I was like, how cool would it be to have them do that? Would be interesting. I think that would have worked. Yeah. it's It's more work for them to do on the show, but... Uh... Then you think, well, maybe they didn't do it because that actress had maybe that future plans for her to do more. And it's like, well, why replace the voice if you can just use that actress's voice and just use whatever's on set and ADR it and make it all kind of match? I don't know. Uh, The Legacy of Nerd says, finish the episode late, but I feel like that Anakin part was too smart for me. Lots of laughs. Um... I just did a reaction. I watched I watched the episode with Count Density Geekcast with Ted and we live reacted to it. And to me, when I saw the Anakin part kind of fleshed out, we, we got to see the entire episode together. It really felt like to me like that really wasn't Anakin. That was just the force of manifesting the memories from Ahsoka that she had to kind of help her uh, with the whole lesson thing. No? However. Okay. <laughs> The only thing is that when they are in there and he like goes over, he's like, I don't remember this. I wasn't here. That's when I was like, hmm, interesting. It's not just a memory. It has so, okay, to be- so you're saying that was Anakin essentially back from the grave, essentially? Or do you think it's just the Force is like all time and space and it's just his manifestation? So you're saying that was literal Anakin. I think it was literally Anakin. Okay. But I feel like it is the the manifestation of the force through Anakin. It's not like a hundred percent him, but it, it's it's definitely a part of him because he doesn't remember being there. But when at the beginning he's asking, like, do you know what happened to you? And then she's like, uh no. And then she, then he's like, Oh, well. Isn't gonna go well, and then she's like, "Oh no, Balin." He's like, "Oh, cool, great, awesome." So I'm like, "It's interesting." I'm wondering what it's gonna be. So devil's advocate to that is, well, maybe I mean, she already—if she's manifesting it via the Force, she already knows that information. So that's why those words are spoken by Anakin. But I don't know. I mean, I would like for that to be Anakin. I mean, that would be cool. I mean. Either way, I mean, I'm I'm glad we got what we got, and Hayden's back, and I guess there's a possibility to see him again, but it almost feels like that was it, you know. It, it I don't think they're they're going to utilize him that way again. 
but it just proves that he's young enough to do live action Clone Wars stuff. <laughs> That's all that proves right there. It's like make a TV show. Um, <laughs> Sage West says, uh, "Do you think that it's of Hayden, or do you think we will get more?" Um, I would love to see Force Ghost Anakin at the end. Smile, talk to Ahsoka like it. That would yes. be great. Yes. Yeah. But that is also what I'm expecting is him to show up in Force Ghost yeah. form. Show up as Ghost forms. Force, uh, Ghost Force form. Sit on a log. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. So so ratings. I, I know I said I had to watch it again, but rethinking through it, what do you guys? What do you guys rate it? An eight, solid eight for me. Retro still, I'm still at ten. You're still at ten. Yeah, because like I said, I'm gonna go back and watch it as soon as we're done. I feel there was a lot of little things. It was just so much to take in, like the battle, like seeing her fight the Mandalorians and pull the moves that she was doing and all that. I got caught up in that, and I didn't pay attention to what was going around because I was I was just focused on that. Um, and yes, it was kind of like a haze that she was in, you know, when they were battling and stuff like that. Um, I just want to go back and watch more. But overall, from my, you know, rating, I say a ten because it hit on so many different levels. One biggest thing for me was Jason. And this is just me. Like I said, it's just my opinion, but I just feel like Jason's going to be a big somewhat part leading forward in the future show or movies. He's too talented. He's too talented. I think he really resonated that character. Um, Noah, on YouTube says, uh, do y'all think Hera heard the lightsabers clashing amidst the waves like Jason was trying to get her to? It almost seems like she did. Yeah, it seemed like she did. Um, and Josh spoke to this before the podcast that that might be uh, a point of contention there that uh, is Hera force sensitive too? It's like, what's going on? <laughs> We've established that everyone can use the force. Yeah. It's fine. I'm like, okay. But I just know that this could turn into more than I think it is ever going to turn into. Hera with lightsaber. Hera with training. I'm like, no, please just keep her a pilot. I don't want, like, I feel like good pilots are always force sensitive. The ones that have made it for a long time as pilots have always shown some form of force sensitivity to be able to navigate. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Yep. Yep. They did really make it seem like Hera heard the sabers and was like, okay, I heard them. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Hmm. Like I said, I believe, I, I, I think like, you know, they mentioned like everybody does have it in us. We just have to focus and listen. Um, which, because you think about it, there was other, there was other Jedi <laughs> We're from the same species. <laughs> this Facebook user, Harris, is more connected to the Force than Sabine is. <laughs> oh, man. That's just <laughs> oh. That might be true, man. That might be true. <laughs> okay, here's an interesting question. How do y'all think Jason is in relation to Ray? Could we see him link up with her in her upcoming project? That's what I'm thinking. That's, so, what I'm, that's what I'm saying is going to happen. Let's do the math. Carry the one. Um, He'll be about in his 30s, I would estimate. Because, okay, he looks, what, 11, 12 right here? And then we have, like, like 
the exact look of Kanan, just like green hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would uh, be interesting there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sage on YouTube says maybe a force goes Kanan at the end. Oh, that would be cool. I don't know about that because... Ah, does, if, do we get the world between worlds, but Jason gets to go in and see his dad? No. What about this? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what, uh, what if we see Jason tell Ahsoka tr- basically train his son and to take care of him like towards cool. the end? That would be, be cool. pretty crazy. Seeing that a means something school. has to happen with Sabine. Like so, I know everyone's mad about whole Sabine thing right now, but something has to happen with her, please. So, <laughs> so Freddie Prince is a liar. He's coming back at the end of the show. World between worlds, <laughs> talks to Ahsoka. Hey, train my boy. <laughs> hey, it could happen. You never know. Hey, uh, that was crazy. <laughs> it happened before. So the Facebook user says, "Link up or link up." <laughs> Probably both. I don't know. We got we got to keep we got to keep the kids rolling in. We got to keep the force the super force sensitive kids. Yes. Yeah. More I, of them. I approve. Please. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a staple of humanity, and it should be a staple of Star Wars. And it is. I mean, there's twins. I mean, we're gonna get triplets at some point. Are there triplets in Star Wars? Anyone in chat? We haven't hit that line yet, but. <laughs> Yeah, so guys, I think we're all in agreement. We have to rewatch this episode because there's so much in it. Um, there's so, there were so many expectations for it. Uh, I don't think we quite got exactly kind of what we were expecting, so to speak. I know with the Purgles, we saw a lot of CGI, a lot of money on the screen. Oh yeah, but that would yeah. be cool. That the Ezra training him, that'd be cool. Ed Palmer on YouTube says, I feel the story could lead to Ezra coming full circle uh, to then train Jason. Oh, that's a possibility, too. Didn't think about it. I didn't even think about that. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's a possibility. I wonder how good that actor's acting is. Iman as Friendy, I believe his name is. Um. Yeah, I'd almost... to see how much he's going to be actually be in the show. Like, yeah, besides yeah, his few milliseconds of hologram man yeah you're like a sister to me then click yeah so now what if this me throwing another wrench into the thing what if ezra has gone to the dark side and then not say either jason or sabine has to fight him yeah that's something that we've been talking about what we're interested in I'm very interested to see where that goes. I feel like we're going to get a re- whole reveal for it where it's like, hey, you should join me and da 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 because Thrawn's convinced me that like what's coming is far worse. Yeah. Like, and everyone around her is saying like the same thing. Like, Balin's going to say the same thing as well. So I'm wondering, are we going to get something like that? Are we going to get a fun ending like that? So, are we going to hmm. get a new set of. Rin, what was it? Knight of Rin? Yeah, yeah there, of Rin. there's some theories out there that Balin is somehow connected to the Knights of Ren. Maybe he starts the the cult. Or maybe he We is know who starts leader. it in the comic. Right, right. He has like he almost looks like a um 
Cobra Commander type of figure with like the yeah like does. the like the mirror shielded helmet. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. Good question. So next episode, guys, what are you uh, anticipating? Are we getting Thrawn or are we getting some other weird world? Weird world. Uh, weird world. Does Ahsoka decide to like take a walk inside the pergle there? <laughs> I'm wondering. Uh, do you think it's going to be like uh, an episode where we see Mon Mothma again and they're going to have a whole conversation about what's going on? Or do you think we're done with this? you think we're going to only be in the next galaxy? I think cut between the two. Because Hera is going to have to explain what happened, why she disobeyed the orders. So I have a feeling. It really kind of felt like to me that we're done with Hera and Jason. Like Mary Elizabeth Winstead and the actor that plays Jason, they're done with the show almost. And they just shot the ending, maybe. And then it's just all Rosario Dawson and David Tennant now with Hu Yang. And whatever else appears now. And then we maybe intercut between them, Morgan Elsbeth, Balin, Shen, Sabine stuff. Sabine in captivity. True, that's a possibility, too. Yeah. We have no idea, Facebook user. Will the next episode focus solely on one galaxy, or will it bounce across both? I think it's going to bounce across both because I think because she says, "Let's see where they take us." Knowing kind of like that, they're, they're, she wasn't one hundred percent sure where the wells were going to take them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think we're going to get like it'll pop up, kind of like um, I'm trying to kind of. Give a deep kind of re- that relates to it. Um, kind of like sliders, they go to one part, they're there for so long, and then they jump to the next time frame, whatever. I think that's what we're going to get with the whales. Hmm. David's thinking, <laughs> yeah, so. This Facebook user asks, uh, where's the next waypoint stop on the map? Hmm. So it wasn't a straight line to Pretty. I thought it was a straight line. I thought they just showed the random planets that are like scattered across the galaxy, the known galaxy. I don't know. I have to look that up now. So I think something that people are forgetting maybe is the amount of time that Ezra and Thrawn have been out there. What what do you think can possibly happen? I mean, we, we, we know that Thrawn and Ezra are alive. I mean, I, I think that's for sure. There's 99% surety that Ezra and Thrawn are alive out there. But So what do you think they've been doing out there? That's interesting. I mean, is there maybe they've established some things out there? I don't know. It reminds me a lot of Halo, how uh, one of the characters is stuck with the, the villain for years and it basically corrupts them. So I'm wondering if we're going to get a whole thing where they have been together conversating for a year, like, well, not years, but a very long time. 
to a point where they see each other as mutuals. Very curious. Because this is like Thrawn's first defeat. So I feel like Thrawn must respect and want to analyze all that he can about Ezra. True. Yeah, Ezra somehow becomes sympathetic towards Thrawn and his whole mission for his alien race. They haven't explained that, though, in this canon yet, from what I believe, is that like we know Thrawn as someone who's trying to protect his people, but I don't believe they explained it in actual canon as of yet. Right. There's a possibility that that aspect of Thrawn doesn't exist in live action, which will totally color the character differently. Yes, and I don't know if that's good a good idea. As a right, right, because in the books, Thrawn is essentially trying to figure out how his race can kind of take over the galaxy and he joined the empire not to not to really have the empire win the battle win the war but to kind of learn who the future opponent and the actual like top dog of the galaxy is and learn how to beat them essentially for his race to come in and have the advantage essentially that's the way I understand it. Um, what were you going to say, Ray? No, I was just going to say one thing that flaw that Ezra had, he was very too trustworthy with people. Yeah, that's true. He's the most like gullible guy. Yeah. So <laughs> he would like, he trusted Hondo. He trusted, um, who's the other characters? Um, but I think he kind of sees. The good in people to a certain extent, yeah. Even though they are kind of bad to an extent as well. That's why it did interest me that they didn't show him in this episode. I kind of would have loved to see like Ahsoka talk to him in the world between worlds, or have him like not even speak, but just point to where he need, like where he is, True. like through the stars. I was like, would have been great, but it is what it is. Because I believe he's the first character we've ever seen even go through the world between worlds. So it would have been cool, like a fun callback to have him be there. Yeah. Because I wonder if that's what he's been doing. Is in the world between worlds communicating with past and present uh, and future Jedi. uh, Doing something much more spiritual on his side. So he's essentially like one of the most powerful, most learned Jedis of all time when we get to him. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. That would be crazy if he gets more. He's like, more gets Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> like, all of his personality <laughs> is completely gone. And then, I mean, with all the Jedi teachings, he would have to let go of attachments and not um, be able to be with Sabine. Oh, don't so worry. When you, she, get, she got friend zoned hard. So I don't <laughs> think that's going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. They're like my sister. <laughs> I didn't think the relationship was like that. That made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't see any of Sabine this episode. We saw her helmet. And it it got me thinking, though, because it it showed, the camera showed Ahsoka pan to her helmet and just, like, look at it. Mm -hmm. I kind of was wondering what she was thinking or 
what was going through her mind when she was looking at the helmet. You know what I mean? Because it, it, she focused on it for a quit, uh, quite a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. That was an interesting camera shot. I did notice that too. So Noah on YouTube, uh, I was just thinking about this at the beginning of this, uh, this post show. Where would y'all rank this episode among all the live action Star Wars shows that Disney has made? It wasn't quite as epic as the Mando episode, The Jedi, but man, was it wizard. So Ray, I want to ask Retro Ray here what he thinks because he gave it a, a 10, which is like a perfect episode. But we have all these other Disney Plus episodes of The Mandalorian and that last episode of Obi-Wan. Maybe some certain Andor episodes. Is it better than all of those or does it fall? It's up there with Luke and Mandalorian. Okay. To me, that is so hard to top. That episode is insanely hard yeah. to top. It's I mean, funny. to me, to me, I, I just, the only reason why I say that is because being such a big Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels fan, yeah, um, it that's why for me I give it a ten, just mm-hmm. because how much of a fan I was with that. Um, and the, and the same thing with Mandalorian when we saw Luke, seeing the X wing, seeing the you know the cloak, we don't know who it is. You know that was even more. You know what I mean? Do you Go feel ahead. like the newer generation's version of Luke is Ahsoka, and that this is the kind of episode that brings everything like a full circle? I do. If yeah. you're a certain age, if you're the younger generation, you're freaking out right now. You're like, oh my gosh, my childhood was on screen in live action. I think that's I want to hear is. Colin's thoughts. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, dude. I was like, <laughs> Colin's losing it. He yeah, he's, in the movie pro- he's probably, screaming. yeah. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, you can think about it. I mean, you have different, you know, everybody, it's like people who have a book club. Everybody takes the book, read the same book, but everybody takes what they read and interpret it differently. Even though it's the same damn book everybody read. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's pretty much what we got here is that it's going to take, it's going to affect everyone differently and they're going to take it in differently. And depending like if you're a hardcore Star Wars, Clone Wars, or, you know, like you said, you got that percentage, you don't watch cartoons. So, you know, me was being a a Star Wars fan and looking for stuff to read. And because we all wanted the world to continue. We just never got live action. So to me, if you, if you really liked it that much and liked to me, reading the books and the comics and all that takes you away. Now, mind you, to retain a lot of the stuff, I can't remember everything, but there's like certain parts of the stuff I read that stay in my head. And like I said, because there's so much to read if you've read the comics, the novels. Mm-hmm. But like, there are certain parts of the novels that stay in my head. Like, um, if you've read Bloodline of a Star Wars where Boba Fett is training Han's daughter, uh, daughter to fighter brother you know what i mean and it, it, it's so weird when you're reading that novel to see you're like holy crap boba fett is helping han solo's daughter he's training her to fight her own brother you know what i mean which was crazy but it, it's it's kind of like that aspect where if you were a fan you were just trying to find anything you can to read to to, to fill that that void since we didn't have star wars you know what i mean right right I would still put to answer Noah's question on YouTube. Um, I put the Luke episode 
the introduction of Luke at the end of Mando season two up at the top for me. Um, it's it's hard to say because, like I said, I gotta watch it again and and really get the feel of it. Um, but as of right now, yeah, the Luke episode when he shows up unexpectedly, um, and then maybe episode one of that season two felt like a mini movie with the crate dragon and the sand people and Cobb Vanth. Um, yeah, I don't think there it's in my top three at the moment. Yeah, at the, yeah, I yeah, same, Josh. Uh, I don't think it's in my top three, but I mean, it's kind of crazy to say that as well because it's like we got so many things tonight that we asked for and we got them. And mm-hmm. Rex in live action, the Red Sabered Anakin, Clone Wars armor Anakin, Anakin. Period. I mean, young Ahsoka, um, Clone Wars flashback. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been as crazy fanatical as I as people mm-hmm. are for the prequels, as I know a lot of people are. So maybe they might get that kind of reaction out of it. But for me, I'm kind yeah. of like, this is in its own contained space and they're talking about it. I didn't feel as if it has. Like, it's, do you remember this? Do you remember this? And it, it's like that kind of feel. Whereas when Luke comes in, this is physically happening and all these characters are reacting to him actually doing something. Whereas I feel like the stakes for Ahsoka in this, as I think uh, someone commented before, like, I feel like it's just that that Bart was too smart for me. Like, Mm. what does it all mean? Like, I understand Luke coming to Yoda, like baby Yoda and grabbing him. Like I get that. But this, I was kind of like, I like it. I, I love it a lot. I'm looking at all these things going, wow, we got actually this and this, and this is what I wanted. But is it exactly what I wanted if it's just not really affecting anything? Yeah, it was very, very inside Filoni-verse type stuff. Um, This Facebook user writes, I feel like either in the next episode or the penultimate episode, we should see something regarding that question mark on a planet, or it will be Balin and Shinhati-based episode. Um, so yeah, the question mark Ona planet, uh, if you guys aren't familiar or the listeners or the viewers, um, someone decoded all of the names of all the planets in the end title or the end credit sequence. And, um, there's a planet there that they couldn't figure out the beginning character for that planet. So there's a question mark for that letter, but the rest of the letters are Ona. So that's what that means. Um, possibly, um, it might just be coincidence that no one can code break that last character uh, for the name of that planet. Um, I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but a Balin episode. I mean, we still could get flashbacks of young Balin in the Clone Wars along with Hayden Christensen again. That might be a thing as well. We might get Hayden back. Um, we don't know. There's no on the next episode of Ahsoka or anything like that, like we got in the <laughs> 90s and early 2000s. And I don't think they're going to drop any more clips online. Hopefully they do. That'd be cool if we saw something crazy tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, but the day of the episode. So next Tuesday. Um, so question. What if the people who got to see it in theaters got to see something we didn't see? I think Craig would have told me. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, I'm in direct communication with him. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I well, can't be saying- on a podcast right now because I got to drive all the way home now. Yeah, because I was just going to say, what if we were, because we told him no spoilers, so I was just thinking maybe he didn't tell us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, I would have been so jealous if that would have happened. And you know it would have ended up on like YouTube or something anyway. So Yeah, like I said, there it's just oh, man, there's just so much to take in right now. And like I said, I'm on that's something I really want to do is go back and look at it and get more details of everything in the background. And, and seeing the actress they they got to portray young Ahsoka did a great job. Yeah, she was fantastic. She's a pro going all the way back to Infinity War as young Gamora. Yeah. And this Facebook user says, if you look at the that map, you see mentioned so far from every planet that the line intersects on that map. So I think what this person is saying is every planet that we've seen, I mean, we see Duros, we see Mandalore, we see Coruscant. I think that's what he's referring to. We those those are known planets to us, and this one planet we don't know. Although there's a planet named Odin, O D Y N, in in the end credits there. Um, I don't think it's ever been mentioned in Star Wars before. So, I think Anna says it's an O. I think there's our answer. I I did. This kind of just popped in my head, but you know, we know you know Filoni's a big Lord of the Rings fan. And the whole maps on Lord of the Rings, you know, the big map. What if what if this is his way of giving us that, but in Star Wars form of the planets? Yeah, I think it is his way. I definitely think it's I've studied that map a lot. <laughs> And the Facebook user says the line doesn't intersect with Odin. Hmm. Yeah, we got to do a lot more map study on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because it's going by so fast, and unless you take yeah. photos and pictures and then try to put it back together like a puzzle, yeah. if they gave it to us in a format where we can full page kind of thing, maybe we can try you to like decode this? it. Oh, there you go. Some well, that's what I'm saying. Somebody took pictures, right? Put it together. Yeah. And the one, I'm trying to see where that question mark was yeah. at. Arcana, oh, okay, Agamar. Agamar is very Lord of the Rings sounding. Dathomir, Yavin. There's Odin. And there's the Ona planet. Peridia, where they're all trying to head to. Setos, the red leafed forested planet. The Carillion Run, Duro. Pasana is on there. Ketu Namoidia. Corellia, Mandalore, Lethal. So if you, okay, this is just my theory, but if you see it where it leads up to the the one with the question mark, because where the, the bottom corner where it has Andrew, I think yes. is where they're taking from, right? So yes. do you think the next episode is going to be that little curve there, and then the next one's there, and the third episode is going to be the question mark one? They look like moons, but what if they're actual planets? Right, right, right. Or, but I mean, they, they still could be moons, and you can still land on the moon, you know? I mean, yeah, that too. But what if that's what we're going to get? Like, first episode, next episode is going to be the first one. Then the following episode is that one. And then the ending episode is going to be where they get to the very end. Yeah, that's a possibility. I that think that is definitely plausible. 
That would be crazy. And then once they're on those planets, what if we get introduced to new aliens? Yeah, it would yeah. be nice. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'm still hoping for something that is cannot be affected by the force. Because Thrawn used to use that lizard on his side that can't be affected by the force. So now I'm one, like in the EU. But I'm wondering what they'll do. They'll yeah. show anything. Because we know that there is creatures that aren't affected by the force in canon. And they don't know where they come from. And it's in the High Republic era. So I'm wondering if they'll do anything with it. But I'm yeah, really excited like- to see this new galaxy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we all are. Hopefully, they come up with something great. Uh, no this, on YouTube. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, I was like wondering if this is going to be this new start of where we're going to take Star Wars into a there could be like a completely different galaxy. That's that's a great way to kind of almost like a soft reboot of Star Wars right there, mm-hmm. and that would be a great jumping off part. Uh, point for more creators to get involved. So Noah from YouTube, he says, uh, do y'all think it's possible we see a flashback where Thrawn and Anakin interact with each other? Thrawn has met both Vader and Anakin in canon. Yeah, I think there's more of a possibility than not because, I mean, you got Hayden Christensen right there. You're going to have Thrawn. (laughs) We all know they got the Vader suit now, so uh, it's all at their disposal. They're going to show the Batu like battle scene that they have in Ogus Cantina. Finally, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. Galaxy's Edge, finally on screen, yeah. So yeah, question, that scene that we saw Thrawn where he's walking and he's wearing a white suit, we have not seen that yet. So what if that that part of that trailer, whatever, is him actually talking either to Anakin or Vader? That is a good theory. I think that that shot, and I got to give kudos to, to my buddy Carl. He's the one that... Uh, told me about it first i think he said that what you see of thrawn in the white imperial uh, grand admiral suit that has to be a flashback because he can't be wearing the same suit now it's there's a lot of time has passed you figure he got rid of that suit and he's not for the empire he's not in imperial owned space so he probably detests the empire too so it's like why would he wear it so that could very well be a flashback of thrawn walking up on vader in the vader suit so that is definitely a possibility. And Anna here on YouTube says Ahsoka in a new outfit. It's white. I see merch coming. I see tons of merch coming. <laughs> and this Facebook user says, uh, can't be affected by the force like Watto. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so this would be cool. Uh, Ed on YouTube says, okay, a crazy theory. Ezra is hanging out with a race of Yodas. <laughs> and uh, Grogu's race in the other galaxy finally answered that question. Wow. Dude, that... A whole planet full of Yoda's race? Yeah, because we never... Did, have, been, have they ever said where Yoda comes from? No. They haven't named the race. They haven't named the planet. Um, what if What if most of those species are just like jerks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what if they're crazy. like nothing like Yoda or Grogu? And the Yoda and Grogu are just, and Yaddle are just like outliers. You're on mute, Josh. I still think that it's, I think that their race is like the light side version of where Dathomir was like the dark side version. Uh, Wherever their light side version is, who knows? 
Okay. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Well, like I said, now we have to wait another week. Yeah, the the waiting is not great, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean we're we're halfway done, more than halfway done with Ahsoka now. Three episodes left. Um, we get a Rick Famuyiwa episode, the very last episode. That'll close it out, and it's a lot of fun getting live action Star Wars TV that we've never seen before. Uh, Anna says here on YouTube, I'm kind of upset at Mon Mothma. She did nothing to help. Unfortunately, there's the history of the Rebels having to work alone against the Orders. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that aspect either. It is, I find, it's so funny how like they have worked so hard to make sure that everyone knows that this these new Rebels like thing is just trash. It's so funny. I'm like, okay. Alright. <laughs> I really find it annoying how useless they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like all this messed up stuff's happening, but yet, oh, we have to vote and we have to make sure this, whatever. It, it just annoys me that they can't see what's right in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, history tells us that these types of governments and bureaucracies uh, get, in the, get in the way there. And it's. I don't know. It's kind of like, if you think about it, this battle was like galaxy wide mm-hmm. versus now where we just have individual planets have like some have something on it so it's kind of just a whole bunch of people doing absolutely nothing in comparison to like what like imagine yeah it's like a giant war where everyone is going to war this is like full-on everything everyone's fighting to nothing like and i guess they just become lazy and bored and it's like I really do nothing all day. Like, and I, I, I see how it's kind of very easy for the seeds of destruction to start brewing within all of the, the, the new order. So, and then like first order is just creeping in through all the different places. And you're like, ah, it's going to be a piece of cake for them to come back in and just slam everyone. So. Yeah. And here we have a student of history here, Ed Palmer on YouTube. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yep. Yep. I That's agree with that. Case. And Austin on YouTube says, I was so happy with young Annie and Ahsoka talking about the Clone Wars and the Siege. It was great. Uh, give Filoni Star Wars control. I think he has control. To an extent. To a, yes, <laughs> to an extent. To a certain point, he has full control. And then when Kathleen Kennedy does not like it, she's like, no, we can't do that. I like that Kathleen Kennedy, her producer mind probably comes into play there more so than anything else. And uh, I wonder what a project with with him being able to do whatever he wants without someone being like, "No, you can't do that." What what that looks like? So I want to know. I think it's essentially Ahsoka, but with budget constraints because it's the TV show. When he has the film, I think he can put more of what his vision is oh. is on screen. So. I think it's that. What do you? What, what kind of budget do you think you'll get for the movie? One trillion dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I think he'll get like one of the highest budgets for the films if the other shows up do, end up doing pretty well. I mean, at the point where they, we actually end all these strikes and get them on set and figure out the whole budget thing, I think it could be like upwards of two fifty. 
I mean, but but I mean, at this point in the Disney reality timeline, they're trying to save money right now, so it's kind of hard to be like, oh, they're getting a three hundred billion dollar budget for Filoni's movie. So, I uh, I don't know. I mean, it's tough to say right now. Clouded the future is. <laughs> <laughs> this Facebook user says it's like dealing with a whole bunch of middle managers. Oh, yeah. I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah. It's always the fat cat sitting on top telling the little people what to do. Yeah. And Noah from YouTube says, Filoni is Leia, Kathleen Kennedy is Mon Mothma. We all want Leia to rule, but we're stuck with the Mothma running the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so true. Yeah, and Austin on YouTube says it's odd they didn't show Tamir Morrison, but I guess due to what that whole shebang uh, about the bot B.O.B. drama, it makes sense. Just uh, sucks not getting Rex taking uh, Rex taking his helmet off. Yeah, I man, as soon as we saw those clones, I was like, "Yep, Tamir Morrison's gonna walk across the screen," and it didn't happen. Got his voice. Yeah, that's what I was expecting too. I was expecting him to take his helmet like and. Clone Wars, where he takes it off and puts it on his side. That's I, I was, was expecting that. Yeah, I was totally expecting that. Uh, Maybe next yeah. time. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that's the show. Uh, unless you guys got anything else you want to mention before we go. And uh, we'll see everyone next episode. And uh, yeah, before we go, if you don't know, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Subscribe, like the video. And thank you so much. Hit the uh, bell notify icon. We're also on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're also on X at Stuff Pod. We're on Threads, uh, Star Wars Stuff Podcast. You can write all your threads to Josh there. Uh, we're on Patreon at Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187. We're also on TikTok. You can email the show at Star Wars Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group and a page. Write us a review. We've been getting a ton of reviews on Apple, getting a lot of stars on Apple and Spotify. Uh, that helps the show tremendously. We have a website. You can check out some articles that we've written at StarWarsStuffPodcast.com. And that is the post show with spoilers for Ahsoka Part 5, Shadow Warrior. Also, so, go ahead. Go for it. No, I was going to say, uh, for people who are fans of Galactic Empire... And you live in Texas, they're going on concert. They're going on tour. They're going to be in Houston and Dallas. So I'm working in Austin trying, too, right? In Austin too. And yeah. Austin next week and Houston. I am trying to get these guys on the show. So if you guys talk about us, hopefully we can get them to come on the show. <laughs> Do you think these guys will wear their costumes? If we get hey, them? it would be cool, man. <laughs> Are they like cool. kiss and like slip? <laughs> Like I said, it'd be cool if we can get them on and talk about, you know, them the music they do. If you haven't listened to them, go look them up. Oh, look, Austin on YouTube says, I saw them live in California. Super good show. Love them. Cool. Yeah. I listen to their music. It's on my, like, normal rotation to hear, like, the rock versions. Of, um, I forgot the name of the genre already. What is the name of the genre, Ray? It's not really rock. It's... It's like kind of like um, between 80s ish. 
yeah. hair metal band kind of kind of to an certain extent. I don't really. I don't. I wouldn't well, no, to a certain metal. extent, not hair metal, but yeah. it's rock. But it, uh, it's hard to describe it into words. I guess what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, you just got to check them out. Yeah. So yeah, Galactic Empire. If you have Apple Music, the, their albums are, are on there. So and probably Spotify as well. So. All right, guys, for Josh Retro Ray, my name is David. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs>